podcast that explores the joys and challenges of being creative so that you can more easily tell your own damn story. Hello, Alex Simmons. How are how you, do, How to do, how to do, Christopher Ryan, or Chris to his friends. There you how go. are you, sir? How are you, sir? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. I'm so excited about this structure. You know, we have rebooted uh, Tell a Damn Story. We're getting some good feedback on it. Uh, reminder, we're going to do it in a couple of different parts. Uh, part one is the creative challenges of the week. Alex will talk about one. I'll talk about one. And then we have one for you. And uh, the idea is you you embrace the creative challenge. You put the your answers in the comments section. And the best one wins an autographed copy of one of our Blackjack Rapid Reads uh, adventures. So it's something in there for you. Uh, after that, we're going to talk about checking it out. Check it out, man. Something that inspired us that we think might inspire you. And finally, bam, the, the, the feature you've all been screaming for, <laughs> Alex Simmons's time machine. Yeah, baby. <laughs> All right, so I can't wait. I tell you what, I'm ready to jump in. Alex, what was your creative challenge for the week, sir? Well, it's good to see you too, Chris. <laughs> it is what good is... to see you. I, I, <laughs> I tell you, you know, yeah. sometimes I get so Look excited at that face. about Look the at that new face. structure. Face that more I forget than a mother to be a human being, Alex. Yes, there you go. So here oh, we are. You doing so, all right? I'm, I'm doing fine, sir. Actually, good. Now, what was the time, hell was fine. your challenge for the week? Damn it. Yes, no. so, oh, yes. That's back to the challenge for the week. All right, so uh, the challenge this time around is how to stay focused on writing assignments that really don't float the boat, <laughs> that I'm really not inspired by. Um, and, and that will happen sometimes. sometimes you know, I've, I've had it happen. I know Chris has had it happen. You get an assignment from someone or you have to tackle a topic you know, for a project and it's just really not lighting all the torches. But you know what? There are reasons why you need to be able to work through that. Uh, for me, uh, first off in my little list is reputation. If literally you want to be a professional in this business, understanding that sometimes you will, whether it's a book or a magazine article, a theater piece, uh, maybe you, you, you're one of the writers on a TV show, whatever, you're going to get a topic that's not going to just ignite you, but you still have to give your 110%. That's because true. your reputation is built on the quality of your work. So as a professional, you've got to learn to work through it and to give it your all so that it becomes your best representation of your work. And even though it may not be the thing that you love passionately, it's still a darn good or damn good representation of what you can do uh, with your skills. So that's one. Obviously, in order to do that, you need to work in some disciplines. Now, again, Maybe the project isn't something that inspires me or, or, or I, like I'm excited to get back to. But so one of, one of the ways that I would deal with that is noting that, okay, I've got a timetable of this is due in two weeks. Every day I must put in uh, 30 minutes to an hour on the project and I must advance during that time period. I must write. Mm -hmm. uh, it may not be inspirational material, may not be my best material, but at least you get a rough draft existing. I must write. So as a discipline, yep. set aside that time, sit down and do that work. And don't worry about whether or not it's your best anything. Make sure you just get it out. 
So that's that's another one, the discipline. Uh, third is, again, timetable. If you're aware of the fact that you have a deadline, waiting until the very last moment to hope the muses strike, to hope you're suddenly inspired by, or you're going to come up with some clever way of dealing with this, is deadly. Yes. Because two things. One, it does not serve you creatively. Two, even if you come up with something in that last moment, it means that you don't really have the quality time to write it out, step away from it, go back, do the proper amount of revisions to make it the best it can be. You're knocking this out in a hot moment and hoping it flies. So again, that can backfire on your reputation. And if you haven't developed the discipline, then you're going to start to convince yourself that being sloppy and late and everything, it's okay. I'll get over it. Not a good pathway to explore for professional. Um, Another one is sometimes the uh, finding a point of interest in the project that does appeal to you or that does strike your curiosity or does at least, you know, well, I didn't, I didn't know that. Okay, that's kind of interesting. Let me let me really delve into that. And sometimes if you can find that one segment of the project that helps you feel, hmm, something here, that can sometimes ignite the flame that allows you to move through the rest of the project with more enthusiasm and inspiration. And then the last I would say is, and again, this is um, sort of a mindset kind of uh, exercise. Understand that even if you're not that interested in this thing, your audience is. Right. And and that's part of what your job is, is to serve the story, serve your audience. So again, it may not be your cup of tea, but it's theirs. And there's no reason to shortchange them on that. Do your job for the sake of the audience. Maybe even try and look at or talk to some people who are into this and say, yeah, what is it about this that you really like? Okay, make notes, boom. And that might be a way for you to go, I can see it from that standpoint. I'm going to make sure that I deliver the best I can. Uh, yeah. I'll give you one quick example. Um, <laughs> this will probably get me, you know, hung from a lamppost somewhere by my ankles. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the Walking Dead TV series. Just not. Just wasn't. Just it didn't work for me. But at the same time, there was a lot of people that were just really into that on like a, 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 a not a religious basis, but, you know, just a big, big fans. It had a huge audience. Yeah. Right. So I watched enough episodes to try and get into my head what it was that many of the people I talked to were enjoying about the series. And I could accept that, that that's what they saw in it. If I had to write an episode of it, I could come at it from that standpoint. But again, it would never be my favorite thing. So anyway, that's that's what I would say in, regarding that challenge. And that's some of the ways that I deal with it when I'm hit with a topic that I have to write that I'm not particularly inspired by. Excellent. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shucks. Oh, how about you, Chris? Ah, my yes. creative challenge for the week. Yes, a creative okay. challenge from Mr. Ryan. Well, uh, in 2023, uh, I have big goals. So uh, one of the things that can happen to us as creatives is that we can overwhelm ourselves. Mm. So uh, my challenge of the week was to come up with a way um, or to be able to talk to you uh, about a way where you can avoid that. And what I'm what I'm thinking is uh, separating the macro from the micro thinking. Okay, Uh, macro is big picture, of course. Right. 
what do I want to accomplish in 2023? They're big, big, big. But to accomplish all that stuff, you're going to have to do some of it every day, right? So here are the steps that I, uh, I'm going to offer for if you get yourself overwhelmed, right? Kind of getting in your own way. Here's a way to beat that. So you're going to work an hour a day on this project, right? Here's what you're going to do just an hour because you could think forever. Oh, uh, what else do I want to do in 2023? If you can't think of all the things you want to do in 2023, you're probably not going to do those things you can't think of, right? So you give yourself one hour. Now, that also makes it not overwhelming. All right, I just have to stay at this for an hour. All right. So, and you get a legal pad or whatever you like to write on. And just like I said, uh, uh, with uh, writing your first draft, just down and dirty, write in. And uh, I like to write kind of on the lines, but as the years go by, I get more and more like Alex when he's doing those brain exercises and there'll be little ideas in the corner and all that sort of stuff. It's okay. It doesn't make a difference as long as you get the ideas down there. You don't have to do anything else with them. That one hour is up. You've finished your first step. Idea dump. These are your what all the things, all the creative projects you want to try and take on 2023. Next day, step two, you break it down. You separate it into different macro projects. Well, these three ideas are all with this project over here. And this one is a novel project. And here's that, you know, uh, the idea for the uh, thematic strip mall where we're going to have, you know, whatever your thinking is, right? Just separate into different projects. And then all the ideas are in some bigger projects, kind of bigger umbrellas. You're done for that day. Again, one hour. Next time, day three, you look at each macro project and you just brainstorm all the steps it would take to accomplish that project. And then do the next one. You can do 15 minutes of just organizing and putting those steps down for each project you'll have a pretty good idea what each project will have to do and the final day you put that list for each project in order macro project one big project one here are the steps then you have them all and you're going to take those that whole list the master list you're going to put it away somewhere where you know where it is. You know, famously, creatives will put something where they won't forget it and they can never find it again. Put it somewhere where you can have good access to it, but it's not in your face. Mm. Except for macro one, that big project one. You can look at that list. I like to use index cards. Each step. And if you don't like index cards, get printer paper, cut it up into six or eight, whatever you want to use, four quarters, who cares? And you write one step that you have listed, one step of each of that project, right? So you have one card for each of those steps. You have what the name of the step is on one side, and you can write all your notes you want on that if you want. But it's just that one line, and each day... You're going to prep for the next day of writing by leaving that next card on your writing, in your writing area, on your computer, whatever. So when you come in, you don't have those mountains of every project ever. You have one, 
one square, one little index card with one line, that is doable. And every day you do this, that, you put it to the done side, get the next one. And that's how you get all of your stuff done on all those big projects without getting overwhelmed. There you go. I just want to just quickly ask one thing. Um, you had said initially the title of this was from the macro to the micro. And then all through the explanation, you were saying macro, 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 macro. So I'm just wondering, is it the the macro, the, the monster macro, and then you break it down into well, mini macros, and then the first that, macro, you break it down into right. micro. The biggest mic macro, yeah, was 2023. What right. big projects do I want to do in 2023? Okay. Then you came up with maybe four or five projects you want to do for 2023. Those are smaller macros, and then you took each one and you put. What steps it would do you would need to take? That is the transfer from my, macro to micro. Each ah, step okay. is That's a micro is. step, right? And then you get the cards. Now you're now you're separating all the micro steps, and then you put everything else to the side where it's not in your face, in a file, in your file account, wherever is good for you, where you can find it. It's key. I know where it is, but I can't see it. All you can see is one micro uh, uh, assignment. And you do that, and then you go to the next one. At first, it's a nice experience of uh, accomplishment. It's also a very organized way to go through it. And you make progress, 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 ladies Beautiful. and gentlemen. That's what we want to do. So, so, so just in quickly, and if you're working on, a, let's say, a short story, the macro would be the story. Short story. You could break it down into maybe character development or plot, and then eventually, yeah, okay, great, great, yeah, That's nice. I mean, the last of the micros is the the steps from uh, the other episode. You know, uh, the proofreading, the the tone. You, mm -hmm. You're just reading it through that day, da, da, da. and the very last card will be submit that mother. <laughs> <laughs> your mouth but i'm talking about boom okay. and then hopefully it'll be cash that check yeah, all right, right, right. so that's our that's our challenges that we faced and that we wanted to share this week but so we now you got to share a challenge with the audience though, we have though, one right? for you I mean, yes we have one for you so it's a little tied to what i was talking about all right we just want and it kind of it echoes what you just said alex what we want you to do this week is to take one project and you'll do this on on your own paper or whatever take one project that you have write out the steps and then organize them one to ten or whatever okay um then you're going to you know either rip up a piece of paper and do it on that or little index cards and for this week work on that project one index card, one micro step at a time. At the end of the week, right? Uh, these episodes come out Sunday. So Friday or Saturday, we want you to come back to this and in the comments, yes, this worked for me. And what it is, you know, what your experience was, or if you come up with a question, you know, give us a reaction to your experience with this, with taking control of your progress That's and right. remember alex one of those people is gonna get a an autographed what are they copy gonna get, Mel? <laughs> of one of our 
Blackjack, Blackjack Rapid, Rapid Reads yep. uh, Adventures. We have a pile of them. They have two autographs in there. Yep, yes, they right. do, ladies and gentlemen. And actually, and, you know, except for, I think it's um, one of them. Maybe it's, one, it's two of them. You get more than one story. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, so, you know. Uh, well, the one um, the one based on Mansa Musa is a single story, but we both wrote it. Yeah. So you get you get a taste of both of us. Uh, the really sparkling wrong, stuff that you hear the <laughs> heavenly angels sing when you're reading, that's Alex. Okay. <laughs> when it's a little quieter, that's me. <laughs> our styles, our styles blend nicely, but yes, yeah, we do. do have certain <laughs> things that we approach differently. But so it's all it, good because we've worked together for a number of years. It's a win-win. It's a way of yeah. us uh, celebrating you and getting you to in, uh, involve yourself uh, in what we're talking about in a way that'll benefit your writing. And it's also a way of us uh, sharing our enthusiasm for Blackjack and his adventures. Absolutely. So there you Absolutely. go, ladies and gents. So let, you know, the next segment, the next segment of our show is uh, you know, something that I find fun. <laughs> And and you you do too, all right. Uh, but I get to go first. Is that is that what? Yes. I to go? So okay. check it out. What did you check out this week that you're like? Oh, I got to tell people. I got I got to share it with my folks, with my people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, as artists, as as creatives, and as uh, teachers, which both Chris and I are, um, uh, we've put out, we've shared a lot of information, a lot of experiences. Uh, with our students over the years mm. and sometimes we just meet people in at an event or something like that and you share some information or you see some potential there and you say words of encouragement and you hope that they get some use out of it um, I was fortunate enough to uh, run into the parent of a young woman that I met at a convention years ago like five six years ago and she was there with her parents and showing her artwork, and maybe she was 14 at the time. And I saw the potential in the work, and as did several other artists, uh, a couple of them who were at that event and another one who ran into her at a separate event. And we all... Including the legendary Tim Fielder. Yeah, Tim Fielder was definitely one of them, and Tim was one of the founders of the show, the original show. That's why we mentioned him. He pays us 10 bucks. This young lady whose name I won't mention, uh, because I don't have her parents' permission to do that. But she took all of our suggestions and our support to heart. Her parents were very supportive themselves, got her you know, certain uh, art equipment that she needed, uh, would get in contact with us at different conventions if they ran into it and say, this is what she's been doing. You know, you have any, any thoughts or anything like that? And so recently I just got the word that again, over these years, while she's also going through high school, she had stayed the course, kept doing her artwork, kept learning and showing it and all that. And she just won an internship to Disney uh, in Florida. That is so cool. She's there for four months as, uh, to, to learn uh, some creative arts and professional um, methodologies and become more familiar with equipment and get to work alongside of some other students and interns, but also a number of professionals that work for the, the, the mouse. So Excellent. I'm just very excited. Uh, it's always great to know that that a, a a young person's vision and dream, if they put a plan and purpose to it, can work out. And I certainly sent her, you know, congratulations. And I just am very excited to to hear how things go for her 
but it also makes me feel good to know that whatever little I was able to offer in terms of support uh, was 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 useful to her and served her well. So that's you know, it just makes excellent. me want to do it more. You know, that, that's, that's really cool. cool. Yeah, uh, I have a little and more. Yours? Yeah, a little more relaxed one. Um, uh, Glorious and I uh, are oh, not Glorious. bound. Yes, Lady Glorious, Lady Glorious, and I are not bound by the very most current things, but we do try to keep our hand in, you know. And uh, we may have missed when this first came out, but uh, we recently just kind of uh, binged it, and it was glorious. It was fun. Um, it's a show called um, Slow Horses. And it's on uh, Apple Television. Uh, it's kind of a BBC uh, feel, that kind of show. And it um, it's based on um, like MI5 outcasts, mm. you know, the people who Secret messed up service, in the field. Yeah. And British yeah, English Secret service. service. And they messed up in the field and they're all put into this this one office and try to like, you know, we can't get rid of them, but we don't want them in the field anymore. Put them in there. And um, they wind up being pit against the second most powerful person in MI5. And it's a thriller. It's a mystery. It's uh, got dry humor to it. It's intrigue. It's really, yes, you know, you wouldn't look at look at it and say, wow, that's going to be really engaging, but it is. And uh, Gary Oldman is in it as one of the most off-putting, almost disgusting wash-up of a character that you just can't take your eyes off and you wind up like rooting for him and his people uh it's really really a fun show it's called slow horses and there's a reason that's like a nickname for that particular group um yeah that's why tv check it out if you can it you know might be some other places too but that's where we found it that's why you know it makes me think of um not exactly like but in the american thriller and mystery genre uh police procedural drama uh there are rubber bullets okay it's, it's right it's a, it's usually police detectives who for whatever reason aren't on the main cases or right. you know they're in a, they're in they're in the soup in some way shape or form and so they're put to the side right. and yet yeah they get involved in sometimes very extreme old cases you know unsolved cases or sometimes they stumble across you know the deadliest of deadlies so yeah that's it so slow horses rubber bullets you know in-house yeah. terms I'll, I'll uh, try and find where the rubber bullets is that's pretty cool yeah. um, but, uh, every once in a while i light up which is pretty interesting if you're, if you're watching <laughs> this very, on, very quickly yeah. um the, you said about gary oldman unappealing lead characters are a challenge for writers but they're oh, yeah. also very intriguing um characters to deal with in stories because uh, like even with um uh, Vin Diesel in Pitch Black. He is mm -hmm. the he is the most dangerous, dastardly, disgusting murderer in the galaxy. It's a sci-fi film, and yet he is the one possible savior for this group that's stuck on this planet with these horrible carnivorous aliens. Right. And it's like the thing that makes him intriguing is because he's not a good guy. He's right. not a hero. You don't know if he's going to do what needs to be done to save lives. You don't even know when he does something that seems good why he did it, because he's really very much about himself. 
and only himself. Yeah. So it it creates a different sort of tension in the story. So the thing that you mentioned with Gary Oldman, I think that makes him even more intriguing if yeah. he's not instantly, oh, yeah, what a heroic figure, nice figure, whatever. Well, you know, um, Sherlock Holmes was hard to warm up to, you know, <laughs> uh, and more pop culture. Um, Logan, Wolverine, is is not someone that you would find approachable. And he never wants to do, but then he always does. And that's mm. what, that's, that's, a you know, the anti-hero is, and it's great. But uh, Gary Holman is worth the price of admission. So is the rest of the cast. Uh, Slow Horses, it's inspirational for me to this great. week. And that brings us, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, it's exciting. <laughs> it's always exciting, ladies and gentlemen, to be able to say, it's time for Alex from the great whenever alex <laughs> yeah this is because chris had such a good time with the fact that uh being as i've been around for a while i and i reached back in pop culture and tv and all that kind of stuff that you know i pulled these things out well, so I, this... I tease you but let me be clear the reason why i have it tickles me so much is that there's such enthusiasm and such a brilliant memory for this stuff. Uh, there's an upcoming project where, for it, I interviewed you and Teal James Glenn. And initially, I just said one or two words and sat back and watched the memory fest. And, and when we get closer to uh, publication, we'll talk about that, maybe even give a copy away. But that kind of thing, you gotta love it. And... Almost every time I learn about something that I haven't seen before, and then it's fun for me to go and explore it. Well, so I, I think you're gonna hit. You're gonna hit drop that in, baby. Again. What do you got? <laughs> okay, so I, I I threw this name out earlier, and I got a fun reaction. JJ Starbuck. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I'm not talking about a coffee, you know, you know monopoly here. All right, um, who's JJ Starbuck? JJ Starbuck was a a Texan cowboy modern day character that was created by Stephen Connell, uh, the great producer of television shows on Infinitum uh, back in the 80s. And it was played by or portrayed by the characters portrayed by Dale Roberts. Now, as a kid, I used to watch an old TV show Western called Tales of Wells Fargo, you know, typical Westerns, you know, and the hero was Dale Roberts, a younger Dale Roberts, probably in his 30s at the time. And the time machine happen, is flying fast this week, ladies and gents. Yeah, really. What can I tell you? But as 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 it happened with a number of character actors from that time period, once the TV series that was popular in the you know late fifties or or sixties or so winds its way down, you maybe don't run into them very much, if at all. So Dale has popped up a few times since then, and, and it's been fun. But here he is as an older man. With a, with a silver fox sort of hairstyle and everything. And he's playing this sort of billionaire Texan who has lost his wife and son in a tragic accident and has a, a sort of a, a Don Quixote attitude about him that causes him, even though he's this wealthy man and a, a mover and a shaker, causes him to get curious about murder cases where he feels the wrong person is being accused or the, the person who perpetrated the crime is too big and is going to get away with it. Okay. And he uses this sort of old, sort of old boy, old country kind of approach to getting into this thing and working it out. 
So uh, it was a series was very short lived. It only lasted one season. Uh, and the fun thing about it is here's an older man, almost like the equalizer where you have an older right. character actor playing the hero, the mm -hmm. not a handsome lead character. You got this older man who has great reverence for life and a sort of a down home sort of attitude and everything. And I enjoyed the show uh, because I love mysteries. That's first off. I enjoyed watching Dale as this older man still, still kicking butt and taking names uh, in a, in a different way. And then, this one episode I happened to catch on YouTube recently, because that's where you go to find a lot of old stuff. And I'm watching the show and this one line comes out and I, you know, I don't, I don't know whether to credit the writers for this or maybe Steven himself, because he created the show and was, was very involved in it. But the line was money doesn't change a man. It only unmasks them. Nice. And I thought, Oh, wow. You know, because ultimately what it's saying is we are who we are, rich or poor. And if we're rich and we are who we are, then if we're a good person, we're going to be a good person with a lot of money. If we're a skunk, we're going to smell even worse. <laughs> yeah. And I, I it, it immediately my head locked in on a few things that are going on now. And I went, boy, that's that's it. But that line just still it still works. 30 years later, <laughs> it still that's works. Great. So that was that was my my time machine moment, and and again, I, I like to I like to point out these things because good writing or even a lucky line or two or a great performance here and there, um, if it can span the test of time or you know, you know span the test of time or or somehow you know what I'm trying to say here, right? If it if it still works, it works, and so it's it's something that we can look back and learn from, right. and also it promotes trying to bring some sort of sense of humanity or yeah. or integrity or ethics or something to the characters that you're creating now. Let them say, let them talk like who they are. Let them speak yeah. about the things that that kind of person might be into or might believe, and it'll resonate even better going sure. forward. Standing the test of time, a line that stands Thank the you. test of time will, uh, will resonate for its time, but it will still resonate today. Mm -hmm. Like uh, someone says, we're not in Kansas anymore. Yeah, it has its own meanings today because, ladies and gentlemen, we're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't need I, to be Dorothy to know that. <laughs> that's right. Uh, that was a great time machine, Alex. Thank you very much. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, you have a challenge. This week's challenge is for you to take one of your big projects and take the time to break it down into steps and then spend this week doing one step a day and then Friday or Saturday, getting back here and in the comments writing about whether that helped you keep making progress, whether it helped you be less overwhelmed. Um, and we're going to choose one of those people and send them an autographed copy, uh, autographed by Alex and by me. Yeah, and anybody else we can get Blackjack or <laughs> Blackjack Adventure from our Rapid Reads collection. Oh, I lost my hair. There you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's been another thrilling adventure of Tell the Damn Story, rebooted and renewed for 2023. Right. And and how do they get in touch with us if they want to? Well, you can find me on social media, mostly um, Chris Ryan writes. You go to at Chris Ryan writes on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, Facebook, it's Chris Ryan or Chris Ryan author, Christopher Ryan author, but mostly it's Chris Ryan writes. Uh, 
Right. And for me, it's uh, on my website, SimmonsHereAndNow.com. It's all spelled out, SimmonsHereAndNow.com. And on Instagram, it's Alex Simmons Says. There so, you go, ladies and gentlemen. It. Keep, it, keep it simple, keep it clean. <laughs> Alex, it's always a pleasure. Thank you very much. But let us know how you feel about the new format. Do you, you're getting more out of it. You want to see more, hear more, whatever. Let us know in the comments below. Okay, Chris, as always, a pleasure. Peace, everybody. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.